If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The new air terminal at the Charles M. Schultz Sonoma County Airport is now open to the public. This has been in the works for years and a grand opening ceremony was held yesterday with local leaders in attendance to celebrate the completion of phase two of the airport's terminal building. And the modernized building offers more than 27,000 additional square feet of space. So this includes a renovated ticketing lobby, a large main lobby with four additional boarding gates, an outdoor seating area, a new baggage claim area equipped with two baggage carousels. You know, typically they just popped up that little tent and threw your bags out there, (laughs) uh, which is the cutest little thing ever. But uh, now they've got that. They've got car rental areas and local artwork recognizing the airport's namesake, Charles M. Schultz. Uh, And it's a part of the $40 million modernization project to help get the airport more airline connection and more passengers. So you know what? Sonoma County's coming on up. It really is. (laughs) I'm really excited because I'm going to the Sonoma County Airport next month. I'm excited to check it out. And anytime I have family or friends flying, they go, this is the cutest little airport I've ever seen. So that's going to change. This is just the coolest airport I've ever seen. While the Republican Party will have control of the House of Representatives, eight days after Election Day, many news outlets finally predicted that the GOP had the 218 seats needed for a majority in this part of the legislative branch. So Kevin McCarthy will become the new Speaker of the House, unseating Nancy Pelosi, who just served her second term as Speaker. President Joe Biden reacted to the Republican majority in the House, saying he's, quote, ready to work with House Republicans to deliver results for working families. The Senate majority belongs to the Democrats, which means there could be log jams in legislation for the next several years, unless there's a significant compromise. Well, the CMA just announced this year's host and performers for its 13th annual holiday television special, CMA Country Christmas. And our girl Carly Pierce is returning to host this festive event once again. Do you hear what I hear? It's country music's most magical night of the year, CMA Country Christmas. Gather the whole family as Carly Pierce hosts CMA Country Christmas, Thursday, December 8th on ABC. This is going to feature performances by Stephen Curtis Chapman, Dana Chase, Scotty McCreary, Marin Morris, Old Dominion, of course, Carly Pierce, Molly Tuttle, and The War and Treaty. Make sure you save the date. Uh, CMA Country Christmas airs Thursday, December 8th, and streaming the next day on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Let's unlock some Christmas memories this morning. The holidays are here. Thanksgiving's next week. So a lot of people are already starting to talk about Christmas. And yesterday, a friend of mine posted on Facebook. uh, And I don't know if you remember these little lollipops, Tanner, but it was a a lollipop or sucker, whatever you want to call it, shaped like Santa Claus. It's red. And it has like this little white creamy stuff on the outside where like Santa's beard and hat are. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. I used to stick like one of these bad boys on my tongue for like a minute or two and it would create a little white Santa Claus tattoo on my tongue. (laughs) Did you used to do that with these? I had no idea that was even a possibility. Yeah. Man, I really missed out. You missed out on the (laughs) the temporary Santa tattoo. It It was just a little fun Christmas memory. You know, you'd go to the banks and the banks like would hand them out 
Like when your parents would go to deposit their checks and stuff. You yeah. Know, do you? Do, uh, you maybe you're a little. Maybe I'm a little too old. No, you're not too old. That okay. was around when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know that they were temporary tattoos. So I'm really <laughs> kicking myself, and I'm going to for the rest of the day. Well, I, I'm gonna try to find these again because I, I remember the way they tasted just by looking at this picture. Yeah. And if you want to see what I'm talking about, we posted it on our Facebook page at Amber and Tanner in the morning. But. Uh, Tanner, do you have like a little, a fun, cute little Christmas memory kind of like this? Like maybe it's not a Santa Claus tattoo sucker thing, but <laughs> uh, it is food related, okay. which probably comes to no surprise when you know who I am as a person. Um, every single Christmas, I would stay at my grandparents' house um, every uh, the night before Christmas, Christmas Eve, and we would make a cake for Santa Claus and my grandparents a whole cake, a whole cake because my grandparents knew I loved cake and they would put me to the test and see if I would sneak a bite in the middle of the night because I would sleep right next to it in their living room and so i definitely did <laughs> they got some good laughs out Aww. of it yeah what kind of cake was it it was different every time different or? every time <laughs> one year's birthday cake and i was like well so random it, it is jesus's birthday after all <laughs> <laughs> all right so like i said we did share this picture on our facebook page facebook.com slash amber and tanner in the morning asking you know does this unlock any christmas memories for you and you guys are sharing some really cute ones. Grace from Kenwood said, I love tracking Santa on Christmas Eve. Does anyone else remember doing that? I did. I never did that. Me neither. Like, it's like an app or online or something. Yeah, now I think they have an app, There's but it's an all app online. to track Santa. I'm going to do it this year. Uh, Jason from Sonoma said, we used to write letters to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles every Christmas Eve as a kid. <laughs> he said, I have no idea how it started, but every year... I'd hang a special stocking on my bedroom door, leave a letter for them in it, and every Christmas morning, I would find a letter back from them. That's awesome. And Tara from Pengrove said, Dude, I just found those suckers on Amazon. It looks like she posted a link. So oh, nice. I, I, I'll post it on our Facebook page and make sure everyone's got it. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's time for Rideshare Price is Right. So ride-sharing like Uber and Lyft have made a major resurgence in Sonoma County this year. So we're going to test Amber and see if she can guess how expensive ride-sharing is right here in the Bay Area. Okay, do it, does it have to be exact dollar amount? What, what are we doing here? No, so I'm going to give you a point A to point B. And Amber, you got to guess how much you'd pay. I'm also going to give you a time of day. And you you get it right if you get it like within a $10 range. Mm, okay. Uh, all right, you ready? I guess. Rideshare price is right. Here's number one. From Bennett Valley to 4th Street in Santa Rosa on a Monday at 5 p.m. I'm going to guess 15 bucks. That's right on the money. You're lying. $15.07. I can't believe I just got that right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm shook right now. Okay. Here's number two. Let's say you had a day of wine tasting at Coppola and Geyserville and you needed to go home and Petaluma on a Sunday afternoon. Oh my gosh, that's got to be like $35 or something. You know what? That's in the $10 range. $43.50. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's expensive to it's go so take an Uber or Lyft. Expensive. We're playing the rideshare prices right. Here's scenario number three. It's Friday night. At 11.30, you just watched Carrie Underwood perform at the Chase Center, and now you need a ride to Roner Park. Whoa. Very specific. From the Chase Center to Roner Park. On a Friday night at 11.30. Oh, my gosh. That's got to be like $75. Mm, a lot more. Are you ready for this? 100 
$140.50. Yeah, that makes sense. Ooh. I, I, I undershot that one. All right, here we go. You live in the JC District in Santa Rosa, and you have a flight to the Sonoma County Airport at 2 o'clock on a Wednesday. 10 bucks. $24.30. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. It, it's anytime I go to the airport, I'm like, oh man, this sucks. I should just park there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the last situation. You live in Windsor and you want to go to Lagunitas in Petaluma, and this is on a Sunday afternoon. Um, twenty bucks. Thirty-six dollars ah. flat. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy ninety-two point nine. We're opening up a page from. Amber's dream journal. That's me. That's my journal. Uh, so this is an entry from Tuesday, November 15th. And I wrote in my journal, last night I had a dream that Cole and I were having a little get together at our apartment and an unnamed, unfaced friend left their baby with us and they never came back. We went to the store, got formula and diapers. We don't know how to take care of a baby. I hope this never actually happens. Whoa. <laughs> What a strange dream. And when you wake up from that dream, you're like, what in the world does that mean? Is there a baby in here? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It was super, it was super strange. Uh, and the baby was pretty cute, but I was like, good. I was like, Cole, what are we going to do? What are we going to do with this baby? Do we, do we take it to the fire station? Like, you know, like in movies? Yeah. Do, do we call someone? Who do we call? <laughs> do they have a little tag on them like dogs that say return yeah. here if missing? Exactly. No. Uh, that's a very strange dream. What does it mean? Well, thankfully I got my Radio Shack dream interpreter here in the studio. Man, we, we had to dust it off. We hadn't brought that out in a while. Seriously. We, we had to find it. Yeah, we had to grab it out of a box <laughs> and plug it in and find a plug in. It was a mess. So this is what the dream interpreter says. Okay. Dream about being left with a baby is a symbol for your tendency to please others and put their needs in front of your own. There is something important that you need to say and get out. Your dream symbolizes exploration of your subconscious. You will overcome the obstacles in your life by continuing to struggle and utilizing your wisdom. Oh, great. Or dreaming of an abandoned baby can also mean that you are afraid of having a baby or you are sure you are unable to care for a child. Yeah, I think maybe the last one. You think that I, resonates? Yeah, I don't say that I put my needs in front of other people all the time. You were talking about the other day how, you know, motherhood, you don't know how moms do it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why I probably have this dream. Amber and Tanner, when sun comes till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. With the holiday season fast approaching, you know, there's this debate online, disgusting, disgusting, uh, discussing whether or not store employees and people should say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. It's you know, a pretty modern debate, but if you know someone who celebrates Christmas, now, I think you can go with Merry Christmas. It's safe to say you could do that. I'll say Merry Christmas to Tanner. I know Tanner celebrates Christmas. Uh, but, you know, it is the season for interacting with strangers, you know, selling to them, buying from them, bumping into them on your way out of the Cotting Town Target. That happens to me 
a lot. Uh, you know, and I think you're also likely to express holiday wishes to folks you might not know very well around this time of year, like maybe a colleague, a coworker, your child's teacher. And when that kind, when that time comes to wish them well, it's usually best to go for general. But I think the point of the holiday season, the holiday greeting, is not about trying to guess whether you know you're going with the correct holiday greeting uh, or the correct holiday that someone is celebrating. But it's it's about sharing your own cheer for the holiday season and for your holiday, whatever it is you celebrate. I, and I think that. We're all just trying to do our best <laughs> and we're all trying to celebrate and make this time of year special. So, you know, if someone says Merry Christmas, it could be that they're sharing a part of their belief and their tradition and, you know, not trying to be offensive or politically incorrect. And, you know, at least that's what I want to believe. And, you know, if you want to wish people a happy celebration of their holiday, ask what they celebrate. You know, it's, it's not that hard. You know, I've got friends that celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. You name it. So typically, I do go with happy holidays to the people, you know, to the people in my life. Uh, but do you care what people say around the holidays? We've got Anthony from Healdsburg on the phone. Anthony, uh, what do you think about all this? I'll tell you what. I own my own store, and okay. we write Merry Christmas on the windows. And you wouldn't believe how many people actually come up and say thank you. You know, not out to offend anybody in any way, shape, sure. or form. But if we, if we as business owners and or Shop runners say, hey, this is what I celebrate. You know, I'm going to say it. Sorry if, you know, I'm not out to hurt you, but Merry Christmas to you. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing tall before the man. 16% of people say they cannot live without this food. What is it? Here's a clue. This food is not pizza. Another clue, soft and hard. Final clue for you. This food is handheld. What do you think it is? Shannon from Sonoma, what is your guess for today's mind bender? Tacos. Shannon. That is yes. the correct answer. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you are going to yeah. see Taylor Swift <laughs> at Levi Stadium on July 28th and 29th. Oh, my God. I'm so excited right now. I'm taking my knees. Absolutely the best, Auntie. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> You're going to see Taylor Swift thanks to which morning show? 92.9 Froggy. Every Tanner. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoes. It's my favorite Thanksgiving song. Let's be honest, it's the only Thanksgiving song. Yeah. Uh, so Thanksgiving is a week away. I can't believe it. It's neck up on us. And unfortunately, turkey prices have soared this year. The U.S. Department of Ag says turkeys are 23% more expensive compared to last year. Yeah, and everyone is probably debating, is it worth getting a turkey or not this year? You know as a person who used to be allergic to turkey, sadly enough, growing up, I was allergic to uh, turkey. And uh, we served ham instead of turkey at Thanksgiving. Nice. Uh, there was turkey present, but nowhere near the ham. It wasn't uh, like you were in the same room with turkey and you break out in hives or anything like that? I really tried not to be around it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, there are plenty of other turkey alternatives. And it's a real thing for people this year to not be able to buy a typical turkey. Yeah. 
So Tanner, uh, let's think of some other alternatives. Ham is one. That's a mm-hmm. very popular turkey alternative. What else you got over there? I know you got some ideas. I got two. So one, you I got, got two. Tanner's world famous spatchcock chicken. It's basically you break the spine of the chicken and you lay it flat. It's amazing. Uh, but also, I've been to a Thanksgiving before that I didn't know that until the day before it was a no meat Thanksgiving. Okay. And I was like, what? Are you serious right now? So I made some homemade macaroni and cheese. Mm. And I was like, well, vegetarians like veggies, so I'll throw some little baby kale in there too. Okay. How was that? It was good. It was delicious. Wasn't as good as turkey, but you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? <laughs> uh, so we did ask about this on our Instagram at Amber, sorry, at Froggy929. What are some turkey alternatives? Got a couple of great responses. Like Leanne from Sebastopol said, roast chicken with maple butter and rosemary. Whoa. Nice. That is very autumn. That is very fall. Uh, John from Petaluma says, my mother-in-law makes beef wellington every year for Thanksgiving and we love it. And Stacy from Windsor said, roast duck with orange and ginger. Yum. That's fancy. Here we go. It's a brand new Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call David about his toy collection. And Barry's going to be representing his family today on this strange call. Hello. Hi, is this David? Uh, yeah, this is David. Who am I speaking to? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of your family today. Uh, okay. I understand you have a huge action figure collection at your home. Is that correct? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I do. What does that have to do with my family? Your wife says that you haven't been paying enough attention to her or your kids, and you've been spending too much time with your toys. And so she hired a lawyer? And we investigated the matter, and we estimate that your collection is worth $15,000. Okay, how do you know that? Has she given you specific information about my collection? Yeah, I was in your home while you were at work last week, last Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, That's an invasion of privacy. Well, your wife let me in and said it was fine. Uh, I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you and not with her. Two, my collection's worth a lot more than, than that, so... I spoke to your kids about your collection, and you have an eight and six-year-old sweet kids. Uh, and what did I? Okay, what did they have to say? They were concerned that you had more toys than they did. <laughs> okay, I, the, they are—they aren't toys. To be quite clear, they're collectibles. Two thirds of your collectibles, aka toys, are going to be sold at the end of the month. Yep. No, you can't do that. Uh, the, have, have you already taken them? Out of the basement? Well, they'll be removed next week. Uh, no, I'm not letting that happen. There's absolutely no way. Well, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. I have the paperwork right here in front of me, and I'll be emailing it to you. So what we're going to do is we're going to sell your collection and deposit the money into a savings account that you cannot access. No. Uh, I, okay. Um, I'm hiring my own lawyer. Uh, one. Two, I, I'm obviously having a conversation with my wife when I get home. You can expect to be fired promptly. Uh, th- 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 you can't do that. That they're mine. Mine? That's absolutely, that's illegal. That can't be legal. You're a lawyer. You should know that. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night Two Point Nine's Neighbor Dispute. <laughs> oh my God! What? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at seven fifty-five for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What should you base your Thanksgiving turkey with? So I'm on a journey to become a world-class chef. When I moved to Sonoma County, I didn't know how to cook anything. And through the years, I've been practicing and working on my craft, and Thanksgiving turkey is gonna be my biggest challenge yet. 
I think Thanksgiving turkey is anyone's biggest challenge. I can't even imagine where to start. It is easy. I don't know what to do. Is easy to cook a turkey? Easy to mess it up. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm I'm confused. But so, oh, what are you going to do? I've been doing all this research about it because I do want my Thanksgiving turkey to be perfect. But I'm having a little bit of a hard time figuring out how to base a turkey, what to base it with, what's the correct thing to do. And so, because I don't want to be like my family growing up, what my family used to do to prepare a turkey is they would punch a bunch of holes in the turkey and they would grab a bunch of Bud Light and just soak it in Bud Light and put it in the holes in the turkey and you know that's the chamber's way to do it but I don't necessarily want to follow suit. You know that's that was going to be my first guess. I was like you can base beer in any, on anything. You can put yeah. beer on anything. You cook, you cook it and the alcohol gets cooked off. That's what I was told at least. I don't know if I truly believe it. You know when I was a kid I used to think that the alcohol didn't burn off and that I was going to be impaired at Thanksgiving, and I was like, well, I've had some of that Bud Light turkey. That Bud Light turkey. Woohoo! Party on! Let's go. No, that's definitely not the case. Uh, Amber, do you do you know any good recipes for basting a turkey or any advice? I I have zero advice for you, Tanner. Ooh. We really need help today. Yeah. I, I, I You can call my fiance, Cole, and he will give you all the advice in the world off the top of his head. Cole's for me get, personally, I don't know what to do. Cole's going to get so annoyed with me, I'm going to call him like 10 times on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Cole, what do I do? <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to eat Thanksgiving dinner myself. Well, Tanner and I, well, mostly Tanner, we really could use your help on yeah. this situation. We got Sandy from Petaluma joining the show. Sandy, you were telling us that your dad used alcohol like mine did, but it was a little bit more fancy. What was it? Dad used to use whiskey. Nice. He'd mix a little bit of bourbon whiskey and yeah. some maple syrup and, and put that over the turkey and all oh, then. It was delicious. <laughs> I just remember like seeing him take a bottle of whiskey and pour it over the turkey, and then he'd pour the maple syrup over it and throw it in the oven. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Tanner, I've made a discovery this week about our coworkers. Hmm. I have discovered who the loud chip eaters are in the office. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we had okay. to play that. Yeah, we did. Uh, so we had a meeting. Tuesday it was a very inhumane, long six-hour meeting that we had at a Mexican restaurant in downtown Santa Rosa. So, you know what Mexican restaurants do? They bring out chips and salsa. And I was sitting there like, ooh, we're about to see who the loud chip eaters are in this ooh. office. So I, I started kind of listening in and looking around because I've become hyper aware of chewing since I've met you. Because you hate it. I have misophonia. <laughs> I actually get... Angry, angry at the thought of chewing and honestly when we're in situations like that where there are chips and salsa being tossed around my ears actually help me just out shut and I, off. they just shut off well, so I, I don't know how much i was able to participate because the chips were going around but yeah i can't handle it i was sitting right next to you and i was trying to be so i was so hungry and i was trying to be so quiet with my chips but we had danny sitting next to us on the other side of me and he went oh <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard Jen across the table go, yeah. and I was like, oh no, Tanner's dying right now. I hope you know I was trying to keep it cool, but <laughs> hearing chips being eaten like that is my own personal nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and and next time we have a meeting like that, I'm like, can we go somewhere that doesn't have chips and salsa, please? I, 
Can I make one request? I was laughing internally so hard. I, I, I'm glad it happened because I started to dissociate with how long and ridiculous this meeting was. Yeah. And it was the best. And I was like, I know Tanner's dying right now. Yeah. And I was even listening for you. I was like, I wonder if he eats chips loud. So does does it, 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 other people doing it bother you? Or does it also bother you when you do it? It like, bothers is- me so much when I can hear myself eat. Really? It really does. <laughs> uh, what I've been doing for the past couple of years, and this makes me sound so crazy and weird, is I actually put Apple AirPods in and I'll t- turn the noise canceling on. <clears throat> and I've done it at restaurants before, but you can't do that in a meeting. So I just tried my best to ignore it. And it was driving me crazy. I I could not take it. I was you were pretty quiet. I was listening. I was listening pretty hard because I had nothing better to do. And you know, meeting. if I'm quiet, <laughs> it's not good because I never shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got Aaron from Roner Park on the phone. Aaron, do you have an experience with a loud chewer? Do you know a loud chewer? What's the situation? Every time I'm around this person, she's constantly chomping her gum. Uh-oh. It's so annoying. I've told her two new mouth clothes were adults. Yeah. And she just kind of laughs about it. Yeah. She thinks it's funny. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Norman from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Oh, yeah. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Norman from Santa Rosa, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. Norman, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? You're going down, Amber. You're not winning today. Yeah! Amber's record's 554 wins and 46 losses. She is out of the studio, and here is question number one. The world's population officially hit 8 billion people this week. How many continents are there on planet Earth? Eight. Incorrect. Question two. Garth Brooks just announced a residency in Las Vegas. Who is Garth Brooks married to? Correct. Question three. Jay Leno seriously burned his face while messing around with one of his cars. Jay hosted The Tonight Show from 1992 to 2009. Who is the current host of The Tonight Show? I'm not sure. That's okay. Here's question number four. Tyler Hubbard's 5'9 is his first solo number one hit. What duo was Tyler Hubbard in that created songs like Cruise, I Love My Country, and May We All? Lord of the Georgia Line. That is correct. Question number five. A smashed Kurt Cobain guitar sold for nearly half a million dollars. What band was Kurt Cobain in? Nirvana. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Including his half a point bonus, Amber Norman from Santa Rosa got three and a half out of five today. Hello, Norman. Hello. Great job today. (laughs) Great job. Thank you. Here's question one. The world's population officially hit eight billion people this week. Amber, how many continents are there on planet Earth? (laughs) I don't know. I'm really gonna. Me too, Amber. I'm gonna have to think about it. This is not a rapid fire answer. Hmm. I'm just gonna guess five. That is incorrect. I was looking for seven. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Norman said eight. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so close. You were close. Zero to zero is the score. Question number two. Garth Brooks just announced a residency in Las Vegas. Amber, who is Garth Brooks married to? 
Trisha Yearwood. Correct. Norman also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question number three. Jay Leno seriously burned his face while messing around with one of his cars. Jay hosted The Tonight Show from 1992 to 2009. Who is the current host of The Tonight Show? Uh, I know you love these late night questions, Amber. Is it Jimmy Fallon? That is right on the money. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Fallon is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Norman got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to one. Question four. Tyler Hubbard's 5'9 is his first solo number one hit. What duo was Tyler Hubbard in that created songs like Cruise, I Love My Country, and Maybe Y'all? Florida Georgia Line. Correct. Norman from Santa Rosa also got that correct. We got three to two as a score right now, and it all comes down to this question because Norman did talk smack. Norman, you feeling confident or a little bit nervous? Uh, I feel comfortable. All right. I like it. Question five. A smashed Kurt Cobain guitar sold for nearly half a million dollars. Amber, what band was Kurt Cobain in? Nirvana. Amber, that is correct. Norman, I am so sorry. You are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. You are so close. Uh, You got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. But we're still giving (laughs) you that $100 gift card to Oliver's Market. Awesome. Thank you. Congrats, Norman. You're going thanks to which morning show? Froggy, 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning. If you love Brothers Osborne, you're going to love this. Brothers Osborne has partnered with Whistle Pig Whiskey to create a single barrel, limited edition, 100% rye whiskey. And it's a part of Whistle Pig's Piggyback Legend series, and that is awesome for Brothers Osborne. That, what a name, Whistle Pig's Piggyback Legend series. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think this is great for Brothers Osborne because honestly, when I listen to Brothers Osborne, one of the first things that comes to mind to me is whiskey. I don't know why, but it just does. Oh, you're an alcoholic. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. They're definitely like a drinking band. There's yeah. drinking music, when you I, know? When I think about Brothers Osborne, I think of a good time. I think, you know, hanging out with friends. Um, why and, don't you smoke a cigar while you're doing it? All right. Got one in the studio. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Amber, if there was going to be a limited edition item that was specifically crafted for you, like Amber's blank, what would that be? Uh, I know that if I've said this before, please forgive me. I'm very passionate about sparkling water or hearted seltzer. I love sparkling anything. Mm -hmm. And I just find it to be such a shame that there's no peach flavored LaCroix out there. If there is, I haven't been able to find it. So I want to create like Amber's own peach flavored sparkling water or a hearted seltzer. And I want it really tart when the the peach flavored just hit you in the taste buds. Yeah, they gotta bring you to the laboratory. You gotta taste test and make sure it's amber approved before the product gets moved out there. You know those little suckers? I've been talking about lollipops all morning, but those little, they're shaped like watermelon, but they could come in peach flavored. That's the intense peach flavor Mm. I want it to taste like. I'm writing this down. Gonna write the people at LaCroix. Say, hey, Amber has a few demands if she's gonna start this partnership with you. A list of demands. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I want my own menu item at Taco Bell. (laughs) This is one of my ultimate goals. You know, I don't want a ton out of this life. I'm pretty easygoing. But one thing that I do want is my own Taco Bell item. I don't know what I have to do to make that happen. I don't even know what the product would be, but I just want it to happen because Taco Bell is my life. You have your own taco at Belly. That's true. Kitchen. What but more could you want? I want the bell. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning.
Good time, they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9.